Oh yes. my goodness. Hello. Have you ever wished <laughs> if you could be a better speaker on camera, in person, to a packed auditorium? I know I have. Today we're going to cover a lot of those pro tips from the one and only Sunny Lane Meyer, who we're going to talk about her in depth in just a minute. This is the Aaron Strayer Show. This goes live every single Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We talk to amazing female entrepreneurs that are out there doing things just a little bit differently. We uplift and we leverage those people and we give them an opportunity to shine. If you're here with us, make sure you say hello. Here's another little thing with the ongoing privacy things with Facebook. Put your name in the comments and what you're asking because they won't let me see who you are. <laughs> and if by all means this is instrumental for you, for your team, for your coworkers, for the t people in your surroundings, by all means, you're going to want to share this information because we have with us the one and only, the one and only, Elaine <laughs> Meyer. Woo! The crowd goes wild. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Ah! Woo! It's so to have you on my show. Um, Sunny Lane, I'm just going to kind of throw some accolades out there for you, honey. Um, she is an Emmy Award winning journalist. She has been like on massive, massively highly ranked TV shows. She has been the morning anchor person for the Seattle News. News. I'm going to get it all wrong. News is Iowa. Just Iowa. I mean, okay. Seattle. She's that would have been better. <laughs> She's been all over TV, people. <laughs> all <laughs> over. She has interviewed multiple, multiple people, like high ranking. She worked with Carrie Couric on the Today Show. She's interviewed the likes of the presidential candidates like Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Mitt Romney. Let's keep on going because they're all the people. And she's gotten to work with them, interview them, be in their space and in their time. She now spends her time being a wife and a mom of two amazing kids. And she teaches other people like you and I how to present ourselves better, public speaking. Here she is. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm so excited. And you know what, Erin, right off the bat, we yes. are living what we teach, which is the show must go on. You've got to shoot from the hip sometimes because I can't see you. I can't even see myself. So I'm just envisioning your beautiful face. I just see this white screen. Your light is so blinding. It's just this giant white screen. <laughs> so you guys, I hope that you can see us. Yeah. Let us know in the comments if you can see us, if you can hear us. I know that there's a lot of issues going on. I know some people are on with us. Hi, Robin. Hi, RJ. Thanks for joining us. Um, if, um, if you if everything's rolling okay, just kind of give us a thumbs up or a, yep, it's all rolling. Let us know in the feed. And I'm kind of going to be watching on um, my end because I can't see everything the way it usually ends up. And the show goes on, Sunny. The it, show goes on. Oh, my goodness. It it goes on. Once when we were transferring from kind of the old style to nonlinear editing, I know that's totally inside baseball, but it was a big shift uh, back in the day. My teleprompter completely went down when I was on live television and my story that I had carefully edited 
didn't show up. It didn't pop up. And oh. I just heard in my ear, the producer said, Phil, Phil, Phil. <laughs> so that just means like, you better talk. We, we can't go to a commercial break. We're having tech issues and you just got to give us your very best. And so <laughs> sometimes you do that. And, and I was a brand new reporter. I was like, shaking in my boots, but just, you know, faking it till I make it, which is what we have to do when we start speaking or really almost anything, right? And um, the the main anchor afterward, and she was a, she was tough. She was a tough lady. And she came up to me and she said, they hung you out to dry and you did it. You should. Oh. <laughs> and um, anyways, so, so yeah, sometimes you just got to be tough and you got to, you got to keep on going. So we're going to, Erin, do you want me just to kind of start? Yeah. With yeah. Let's just have a conversation here. And like, oh. how, what, like, yeah, they're saying that they can see and hear us both. Oh, so good. awesome. Thanks everybody. Good. I appreciate that. There's a Hopefully little leg. And, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> just tell me if I am like this or something. <laughs> Doing great. You're doing great. So, so you you stepped away from limelight camera to mm -hmm. step into public speaking, and you along the way, like you discovered like so many tips and tricks. One that helped you, but then now you transfer into um, multiple other arenas, right? Like different coaching and different clients that you bring on board. Hi, everybody. Thanks for jumping on. Um, so, like, what's that look like? Like. Yes. Well, I actually discovered my love of public speaking way, way back. I'll just tell you really quick. I'm the youngest of seven children, and I always wanted to be included with the older, cool kids, right? And they were a lot older than me, at least seven up to 17 years older than me. And so every night, you know, they would be dishing about, okay, who's going to prom with who? And, you know, what kind of lipstick is in style or whatever. And um, I, like, with the stealth of a spy, would crawl down the stairs and hide under the baby grand piano. My mom's a piano teacher. And I would just watch and I would just soak it in. I just loved being in the know. And invariably I would get in trouble, but I did not care. Oh. And so it was kind of that process of, frankly, wanting to be heard, wanting to be involved, um, knowing I had something to contribute. And eventually that uh, led me to a life in journalism, which I absolutely love. I'm still very passionate about journalism and was able to highlight some amazing people. And as you said, interview and cover many presidential campaigns. And but I have to tell you, Aaron, above and beyond anything else, I loved public speaking. As an anchor, I got asked many times to come and speak to schools or to business women forums or places like that. And I think as a journalist, you're involved, but you have to be on the sidelines, at least to be a good journalist, right? We're supposed to be unbiased. We're not supposed to get involved. And I value that, and that's very important, but after seeing, frankly, the result of so much tragedy and um, people hurting, I just, I just, oh, I just ached to get involved and do something that can occur when, when great speaking is going on. And that is having like this almost 
otherworldly little feeling, a, a visceral connection with the audience uh -huh. where you're both elevated and transformation can occur. I really believe that great speakers can change a life just with one great speech. I can think in my brain of four or five speeches I've heard in my life where a big change happened inside of me. You know, it was silent, but it was big. And anyway, so I love doing that at schools um, and, and helping kids see that bullying, if they're a part of it, they are going to remember it the rest of their life. And one day they wish that they could go back and say they were sorry, you know, 20 years from now at your 20 year reunion, are you going to be able to look all of your classmates in the eye? Will you feel comfortable how you treated them? You know, just being able to help expand our perception yeah. and our thinking and hopefully transform life. So anyway, that was a very long response, but uh, I absolutely love speaking. And I was a morning anchor for four and a half years. I also had a new baby. So if you can imagine getting up at 2.30 or 3 in the morning and then being at work at 4, on the air at 5, and so on, but that baby doesn't sleep very well, and so you are, um, you are living on four hours of interrupted sleep for many months. That that is great for your health. Let me tell you. Awesome, isn't it? <laughs> you you want you want to get ahead in life? Do that. Anyway, so I actually I I, I really hurt my health for a while. That's part of the reason why I I stopped, um, and. Many of my friends who do have that job, they have a nanny or something just so they can get a better nap. And so there was there was a few reasons why I slowed down. But I always knew like this passion in my heart to not only tell my story and hopefully um, help lift others with it. But I adore doing this. It gives me joy. Bring out the greatness, bring out the wisdom in other people. I absolutely believe everyone can be a great speaker. It's a skill and a skill can be learned, right? That was one thing that I loved and I, I just like sucked that right up when we had our conversation off screen um, was that finding that and drawing that great speaker out in everybody is like that huge passion of yours. And, and like, I just ate that up. I'm like, gosh, everybody can be a good speaker. Really? Yes. Like, I just figured like most people are have a natural ability to be on stage and in front of people or to do this on camera and that's just a natural thing but it's not is it For some people it's not and I think a lot of people tend to be very modest even to the point of um denying their own strength or you know thinking I'm not special who would want to listen to me mm. um you know, what I have is not unique. Sure. And what I found is that is completely wrong. Everybody has a story. And if you think it's not very interesting, well, I'm going to teach you some ideas and some ninja tricks, so to speak, to enhance it. And I think sometimes when things are so close to us, we don't see them. Mm, I agree 100% with that. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's really a joyful process. Should, should we dig in? Yeah, bring it. <laughs> okay, bring it, bring it. So let's say you are assigned to give a speech 
at your work or in your church or even a Facebook Live. Universally, you want to think about one thing first. You want to think, if there's one thing my audience should walk away with that I want them to remember, what is it? Yes. Like at least just one. one and you know, Stephen Covey, of course, he said, begin with the end in mind. That's so important, okay? So start by, I say, start by finishing, quote unquote, right? What do you want? What outcome do you want? What you want them to remember? Also, you've got to know your audience. For instance, I've spoken to a class of kindergartners. <laughs> I've also spoken to um, the awards for 40 under 40, you know, really high achievers. Yeah. So hmm, maybe my uh, tactics would be a little different. <laughs> By the way, kindergartners are a very tough audience. I bet. Okay. And then the other thing is um, you want to, and I know this isn't always easy, but if you can, especially on camera, try to imagine one person in that camera. For instance, Aaron, yeah. even though I can't see you, I'm picturing you right there. <laughs> right? And so I'm talking to you. And here's the funny thing. When we speak as if we were speaking to one person, we are more real, we're more relaxed, we're more genuine. And try to try to actually, some people call it an avatar or a customer profile or whatever. Um, think of someone that you like, that makes you feel comfortable to an extent, but also someone that might just be a teeny bit behind you in your learning curve, someone that you feel comfortable teaching. So if you're a doctor, it could be a patient, a, a favorite patient. Or um, if you're a teacher, it could be a favorite student. You know, just think about that or, or a good friend. So that is actually going to translate better for hundreds and thousands or millions of people. If you think about, okay, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Everybody is going to feel that intimacy. So it's kind of a paradox, but it, but it's cool. Okay. Now, the other thing I like to call, and I need to think of a jazzier title for this, but I call it the four E's of effective presentations. Four, okay? So if, if it's a great presentation, it's going to have these. Number one, entertain. Yep. This is, these are, are verbs, okay? Um, educate. Yep. Emotion. Oh, I just said they're verbs. This is a noun. Emotion. <laughs> Emote. Help them emote, okay? And then for engage. Okay, go. So entertain, yep. emotion, educate, engage. Okay, so we are humans. Humans by nature, we are self-centered. That's just, you know, for survival. That's how we're wired. And so we need to remember that as speakers, that everybody tunes into the radio station, W-I-I-F-M. Maybe you've heard this before. It's... W-I-I-F-M stands for what's in it for me, what's right? What's in it for me, yep. What's in it for me? I mean, that is what, especially in this busy world, we need to know, is this worth my time? Because that is the one thing you really can't get back. And it's sacred space when we take the stage or when we go on camera and people give us their time. It's sacred. And so we want to give them our very best and think about, okay, 
it's not about me. It's actually about you. It's about me serving you. And so I love the Aristotle uh, principle that we only really learn when our brain is engaged Ooh, and yeah. entertained. Yeah. Sometimes we think, oh, entertained, that's, you know, that's just kind of for relaxation when you're feeling lazy or whatever. Oh, oh, no. Just everyone, I ask you just for a second, picture the most favorite teacher you've ever had. It could be first grade. It could be a college professor. Just picture them for a second. Think of how they taught and think how you felt in their class. Yeah. I guarantee you they were entertaining you. Oh, sure. your brain was engaged. They did something maybe out of the ordinary to really get you. And so, well, okay. How do we do that? How do we entertain? And there's, there's lots of different ways. Um, the, the, the biggest principle of all. And if I want this lovely audience and you to take away one thing, it's this. Stories are so essential. And as human beings, we are wired to tell our story. We're wired to hear other people's stories. And guess what? It's kind of sad, but true. Stories are really what people remember. Sure. I mean, we might have the best content and the best to-do list or whatever, but really people are going to remember that story because our brain is just wired to engage and remember that. So the good news is the stories serve a purpose. They can teach a principle. So one thing I tell my clients is just take a moment sometime. You could just voice command it into your phone or whatever and just think about some of the stories in your life where you learned something really meaningful. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in yeah. just a minute. It could be, you know, when you learned it was important to be honest or kind or how to say I'm sorry Ooh. or how to burst, break through your fear and make your dream happen. If you can have just a little arsenal of stories in your pocket that you can access at any time, that is money. 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 And everybody has some stories. I don't care if you think your life is boring. No, you do. Dig deep. Dig deep. If you grew up in a little town with one stop sign and that's about it, guess what? That's interesting to someone who was brought up in the big city because it's sure, different. Sure. So again, so we, so let's, let's value what we have in our experience. Okay. So um, this kind of leads me into the second principle about emotion. <sighs> we are emotional people, and especially in your audience, Erin, I imagine that many people, they want to serve, and they also probably have a product or service to sell. Yep. And yep. so the adage is true. I'm sure you've heard this before, but it's facts tell, stories sell, right? Yep, Facts yep. tell, stories sell. Why? It engages emotion. S selling and sales is an emotional process. After all of the number crunching, people buy on emotion. So, so I'm going to teach you a little um, tool. 
it's called the windshield wiper principle. And Brian Tracy called that. He's a, a, a business mogul. So it's like this point. This is the principle you're teaching. Like um, surround yourself with positive people if you want to make changes in your life. And then like a windshield wiper, it goes down and up, right? So yep, down yep. is the story. So you could talk about how, you know, used to hang around people who spent their entire lives watching every soap opera on TV. Yeah. And yeah. although it was entertaining for a while, it really wasn't very meaningful or satisfying. And so you decided to go find some meetup groups who wanted to do service at high schools, you know, whatever. And then you could talk about someone you met at that high school and how you realized, oh my goodness, I have so much to give and I want to give in a big way. You know, that's just kind of a, a silly example, but so point and then story point. And you just keep going back. If you do that, I guarantee you are going to increase your audience engagement big time. I love that. Big, big, big time. <clears throat> also, along with the stories, I'm going to teach, uh, again, this is a little ninja trick, and this might be the most valuable thing I share today. So I like to call it the rally. Um, Lisa Nichols, who's a fabulous speaker, she calls it the dip. Oh. And so if people have a pencil and paper or something like that. I got mine. Okay, <laughs> excellent. You'll want to use this. I promise. This is very valuable. So write a giant letter U, like umbrella, U. Okay? At the top left, you write where I am now and my accomplishments or my feelings, how you feel now. Now, the listeners here are here because they want to do something in life. They, they've probably learned... I know, not probably, of course they've learned some valuable lessons, right? Okay, so this is where you are now. So for instance, Erin, hello, yeah. I could make the list a mile long, but you, uh, you've you built up from nothing a business and, and it ended up being worth more than a million dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you have gathered together very powerful women, very uh, established powerful women and, and some men, you're a, a loving and dedicated mother and, you know, all these great things, okay? So that is where you are now. And I'm totally putting words in your mouth. I'm sure you have lots of stuff you could say. Okay, then you go down. At the very bottom of the U, you write, my rock bottom. And that is what you feel comfortable sharing. What I tell my clients is the more intimate, the more universal. Yeah. The more intimate you are willing to get, the more universal people res will relate to you. Because uh, when, when I'm talking about my mother and holding her hand while she died in, in, in the hospital and her parting words to me, I am talking about her, but guess what? You as the audience, you're picturing her for just a split second and then your mind automatically goes to your mom, right? your grandma, or whatever woman is really important in your life. And so when we tell our rock bottom, it's people are really reflecting on themselves. And what we're all really looking for is hope. And that's a great thing about this, um, this little trick, the, 
the rally. So your rock bottom. So it could be, you know, a death in the family, feeling completely unfulfilled at work, um, a really difficult divorce, anything, clinical depression, whatever it is, okay? And then just make sure, this is the one rule, just make sure you've come out of that. <laughs> if, if you're struggling, right? say it again. You don't want to still be in that. Exactly. Yeah. And guess what? We're humans. We're always going through something. So make sure that that struggle you talk about is something from which you have gained wisdom that you are sharing. Yeah. To yeah. help them see, well, if she did it, I can do it too. Right? So this is something that you've been able to, to bounce back from and learn from. You don't want to just leave people swimming in this stew of emotion. Oh, you know, you, you want them to feel empowered. So, okay. So, so far we've got where I am now. Let's yep. see. I think mirror image. So where I am now, rock bottom. And then the upper right hand corner says what I have learned. Woo! So it, it could be, um, you know, for me, oh, and by the way, this story can change a little bit depending on your audience. So if I were talking to parents, for instance, and I could talk about how I have two children right now who are the center of my world and I, I love so much. And for the most part, they're thriving and I'm very imperfect, but I'm trying my best. And they don't give you a manual, do they? Oh my gosh, no. If you want to be humbled to the ground, the ground. <laughs> be a parent. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, uh, and then I, I could talk about, but um, just eight short years ago, I was pregnant with my, let's see, five, five months pregnant with my first child. And I found out my mother would not live to see her born. And it happened fast. She had leukemia mm. and uh, just within a few months, actually. And so I remember saying to her, mom, you know, you're my best friend, right? I'm going to miss you. And she actually couldn't talk. She had been intubated. You know, she had that tube in her throat for a while. And so we didn't know. She knew the alphabet and she spelled A L. W-A-Y-S-F-R-I-E-N-D, always friend. And she, again, she couldn't really talk. And so she wrote a note and she said, I love you all. Love passes on. Mm. And those are her final words. And, and so what I have learned is never let a problem to be fixed be more important than a person to be loved. Ooh. I can't take uh, credit for that. I just, I heard uh, a wonderful man. You brought it into your world. I brought it in. I brought it in. Brought it in and you're living it. That's right. Well, and that's what great speakers do. We're like sponges for wisdom and quotes and stuff. And, um, and, and so I learned that, Really, all that matters in the end is how we treat people, is how we treat our family and friends, and that love really is stronger than death. Yeah. I absolutely believe that. And so 
Okay, so that that is a rally, right? So here I am, I survived, I've got two kids, we're trucking along, but you know what? I There was a point, I didn't say this, but there was a point where I thought, I can't do this, I can't be a mom without a guide. Right. Like my mom, mom, you know? Going the way, right? Right, right. Yeah. I, sorry, so it would start here, it would go there. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing mirror image. And then up here, um, you know, this is what I've learned. Yeah. Love is stronger than death. It's the most important thing. Amazing. Hey, Sunny, I got to hang on, you guys. We are yeah. coming up really strong on our 30 minute mark here. And I know oh, yeah. you guys, all of your, I know we could talk all day, Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing all your goodness. Um, let me know in the comments, people, and there's a little bit of a lag. If it's okay for us to run over, I truly want to respect your time. Sunny, I want to respect yours um, and all of our listeners. So let us know if you are okay with Sunny continuing to. Um, to speak on on how to how to honor her tips on being a better speaker uh, as I stumble on my words. <laughs> so so let us know. There's a lot of people commenting, Sunny, and I don't know if you can see that. Oh, or not. I can't see any of them. She can't, can't see anything, folks. She's been bringing it home hard on zero screen on her end. She's talking to me in a black screen. <laughs> I am. And by yeah. the way, Erin, I know we'll touch on this. I did just. Just this morning, I started my own Facebook group where I would be happy to answer any and all questions as well if we don't get through them. So beautiful. Yeah, Barbara said, yes, continue. Let's wait for a couple other people. We got some love and some hearts coming up on us. So um, please, you guys, drop up. Pamela Stone says, yes, please continue. Um, so what do you think? Maybe like 10, minute, 10 more minutes or so? Hey, Erin, I love you. I've got some time. I, I'm I'm not in a hurry right now. So okay. So well, I want to respect you as well. So you're well, thank <laughs> Sophia. <I'm still> respected. <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay. Ah. Okay. So we we've got the rally, right? Uh -huh. We know uh, what's in it for me. You got to think from the audience's point of view. As fabulous as you are, they really we really just care about ourselves. <laughs> You know what? I just I'm just telling it like it is. I remember when I wrote a letter. Um, I wanted to be an intern in New York, and luckily I got it, and I was able to work with Katie Couric and Matt Lauer, who was yeah. they're great to work with, no problems at all. <clears throat> and uh, I wrote this this internship would be so great for me. I've never been to the Big Apple, and it's always been one of my dreams. And it was I didn't realize it but it was me, 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 you know? And I'm so grateful for that college advisor. She said, you know what, Sonny? This is gonna sound kind of harsh, but um, employers, they don't really care about you. <laughs> they, they just care what you can do for them. It's true though. It, you know what, it is true and it's okay. We don't have to have our feelings hurt. Yeah. You know what, it it, it is okay. and. It also helps redirect our focus to service. And that is way, a way better mindset to be in. It's so much more joyful and happy about how can I give? How can I give more to you, my audience, or you know, whoever you're talking to? So that's what I say. What's in it for me? People want to know, is this worth my time? Okay, right. we've got emotions, we've got the windshield wiper strategy where you've got point, story point story <laughs> then <laughs> then uh the third e of effective presentation is educate diane sawyer 
who I just love that woman so much. And for those young, young amongst us, she is a broadcast legend. She's an icon. And she yeah. is an icon. And by the way, my son's name is Sawyer. That's part of the reason why. Anyway, so, um, but she said her favorite advice was this, and I think it can apply to all of us. She said, never underestimate the intelligence of your audience, but never overestimate the amount of information they have. And that's kind of a deep thought. I'm gonna say it one more time. Never underestimate the intelligence of your audience. Who we're talking to, we wanna respect our audience. We wanna be like, okay, you are smart. I know you can get this. I know you understand. But we never wanna overestimate the amount of information they have. So um, let's say someone, for some reason, they, they're 40 years old and they're a Harvard graduate, but they've never driven a car and they've never taken a driver's ed class. So just because they don't know how to drive the car, does that mean that they're not very smart? Of course not. They just don't know how. Right. So, so we want to um, be respectful, but also give people the building blocks of understanding. Yeah. Um, we, we want to, how do we do this? Well, you can have props. I'm trying to think of of something. I'll I'll remember a prop. I, I've used them before or an acronym. So, um, so like for W I F M. Yes, W I I F M is yeah. an acronym. What's in it for me? So see, now it's easier to remember. Right? I know. <laughs> I'm like so you already laid one down. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's just like you know studying for tests in school or college or whatever. All these little. Mm, memorization tricks and stuff will help our audience. Uh, metaphors, metaphors. I had a, a client who is a chiropractor slash nutritionist and she needed to address hundreds of people about female hair loss and thyroid and how it's all interrelated. That can get very technical. And again, her audience was smart. But did they go to years and years of chiropractic school and stuff? No, they didn't or or medical school or whatever. Yeah. And so um, actually, she came up with it a lot on her own. She she came up with most of it, but she um, came up with comparing a superhero to all these levels of thyroid hormone and how he he changes faces and he changes costume and now it goes in the thyroid and it's out like this and it has an alter ego see if we wow. can take something familiar and merge it with this new concept, then, ooh, that is yummy information. The audience says, I can get that. We want our audience to feel smart. We yeah. want them to feel like we're pretty much equals. Of course, now, actually, I want to state this very clearly. The audience, if you're on that stage, they want you to be the expert. Right. They don't want you to apologize for yourself. In fact, and, and women, I think we naturally do this. We pull back. Take, I'm going to try to take up less space, not more. But no, as, as speakers and on camera, same thing. We never want to apologize for ourselves. 
we can say, oh my goodness, my child just ran through in a diaper in this Facebook Live. Sorry, ha ha ha. But that's a little bit different than, well, I'm, I wish I were more prepared or I wish I were smarter. You know, you get me, right? Yeah. So right. Um, the audience wants us to be an expert. So I tell my clients, I say, when you're on there, you own that stage or you own that camera it is yours you are the queen or king of that kingdom for that time mm. and and it's really interesting because the more strong the more powerful and maybe even the more dangerous quote unquote the speaker is the safer the audience feels sure like if, if you're have you ever heard a singer you can just relax. You're not worried about them reaching high notes. You know they're going to get it. And you're just like, oh, I can just relax and enjoy. Same thing with speakers. So you be up there, even if you are shaking in your boots. You know, we, we want to fake it till we make it. Okay. So, um, Mark says she loves the idea of weaving our topic with something familiar to assist with the understanding of the idea. She loves that. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really, that's, <laughs> that's what great teachers do. Beautiful. Yeah. That's what all great teachers do. If, if we yeah. think about it for a while, that's so true. Uh, I would say try not to use a dictionary word. Um, and this is for people who maybe are uber intellectual, you know, maybe a, a medical doctor trying to explain something or an engineer trying to bring something down just a little bit. Um, if you do use a really obscure word, just give us a quick definition right there. Yeah. So, so in, in fact, I just learned one the other day, perseverate. Oh, I love that word. You're, okay, you're okay. You were farther along than me. I had never heard it. I was like, okay, what does that mean? And it means to just kind of obsess over something over and over, over and over, and over. right? Yeah. yeah. And um, anyway, so if I, for some reason, really felt I needed and wanted to use that word, I would say, perseverate. It, that's where your mind is like a hamster in a wheel and it's yeah. just going over and over and over, right? If you yep. can give a visual even better and then boom, you've got understanding and you're really communicating. Uh, let's see, another great thing is people pay for the shortcut. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. That's why people pay significant amounts of money for coaching. Yeah. What is it? It's like, okay, you figured this out for 10 or 20 years. I don't want to spend that time or have that time. Please just tell me. <laughs> right like give me the <laughs> just give it to me and i i love this um shalene johnson she she got famous doing um the ab ab oh, videos yeah and then she invented payo i think yeah. pilates yoga she's yeah. she is so smart oh my goodness she now she's a business coach and stuff but she said a lot of people try to guard their pearls of wisdom like this, like, oh, I don't want anyone to see this. Yeah. Because they're afraid of having it taken away. And she asked a question I've always remembered. She said, are they really yours in the first place? <sighs> Boom, right? I know. Oh. The mic. 
I mean, really, uh, are they yours or, or are they, you know, from, from a, a higher power? Are they from years and years of being able to stand on the shoulders of giants and learn from them? You know, what are they from? And so let's go ahead and share. And she said, you know what? And this is kind of sad, but true. The majority of people might not even act on it anyway. So don't, you know, the movers and shakers will, the people who are achievers and decide, hey, I want to do something, they will. Yeah. And you want them to. We want, we want our audiences to get results. We want them to. So, so I would say if you've learned some special sauce, um, be, at least be open to the thought of sharing it with others because you know what? They will love you. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. They will love you. And they will be like a magnet and they, you are like the water to their sponge. <laughs> yes. Give me it's more. Like give me more. I want more of you, Sunny. And oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I know that you have tips upon tips upon tips upon I tips. I do. And like they just keep coming and I want more of you. But, and all of our people want to know. And there's already been a comment in the thread like, What's your Facebook feed? How do we find you? How do we get more of Sunny Lane? Like, well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> like, I just adore. I love your personality. I love your realness. I love how you are. You're just like us, right? Like, even though you've been this huge icon, you're just like us. You're, you're just an, you're just oh, honey, you have no idea. And phenomenal things. And yet you're a wife and a mom and you keep a house and you do all the things that all the rest of the girls out here do. Erin, was yes. I not? Okay. Was I not wearing this? <laughs> when I first came on, I was like, oh, I better take my apron off. <laughs> she did. She had her apron on when we started. I was doing some dishes. <laughs> um, Erica, Erica says, bring Sunny back. Bring Sunny back. <laughs> oh, well, hey, anytime. Yeah, maybe there's a I way. am so here. Oh, and Erin, I don't want to make a promise and not keep it. The last thing, engage. I know we have to go. Engage. Yeah. This is yeah. so important. Do it. You can make a great, great speech, and then if you don't know how to end it, it will not end well. I know that's obvious, but if you want to make a sale or if you want people to join you on Facebook, whatever, have a call to action. CPA. Oh, DPA, call to action, call to action. Be specific. Yeah. Don't get, because people don't buy if they're confused. They won't follow you if they're confused. One or two choices. You know, you yeah. could, you could get this package or this package. A, a confused mind doesn't buy, as they say. So call to action, be specific, and just end on hope. I've, I've heard this phrase. It says, Hope is the great religion of humankind. Oh. We all want hope. Let's go out there. The people in your audience are movers and shakers for good. And the world is waiting. There is no one like you. Absolutely no one ever will be like you. So, yeah. So, okay. I didn't even say the name of my um, Facebook group. Here I am. Call to action. I don't even do it. Okay. <laughs> So it is dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. own your spotlight. 
own your spotlight. I love own your that. spotlight. That's the Facebook group. Come join it. in. <laughs> I will give lots of delicious scoop and insider secrets. What helped me write Emmy nominating nominated uh, stories? Help me be an Emmy nominated live reporter anchor. So, and by the way, it did consist of standing outside in a blizzard. I will say that because I was in Iowa. <sighs> I don't miss that part. But anyway, so own your spotlight Facebook group. Come join me. I will give lots of fabulous information and secrets that will make anybody a great speaker. Isn't she fabulous, you guys? Like, just like load up the hearts right now as we are signing off saying thank you so much for your extra time today. Thank you so much and so grateful for your grace and your time and your energy and your expertise. Sunny Lane is amazing. You guys drop all those hearts. Share this out with your tribe, with your team. If you're like at all in a speaker center at all and go and like share this because her tips are valuable and they are what have elevated her and set her on a platform above so that we go and we tap her resource, right? So amen. she's amazing. I love everything about her. Thank you guys, everybody, for being on live with us and for your extra amount of time. We will see you right back here again soon. Mwah. Days and Thursdays, 1 o'clock Eastern. Thanks, everybody. Take care.